0: Some potential good news for input costs, a recap of the Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame induction, and a ton more on today's Arkansas AgCast.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John McMinn.
0: Hello, Mr. McMinn. I'm back. Uh, You are back. (laughs) We got you new intro music. You're here for that week. You leave for a week. Yeah. You know, just kind of come and go as I please. (laughs) That's it. Uh, I got y'all hooked. We haven't had the PTO discussion yet. (laughs) 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 If you if you can uh, give you, me more. Well, you made your ninety day <laughs> probationary period, but we haven't talked about PTO. So Well I'm sure it's <laughs> Actually, on a basis. Um you know, you you stay pretty busy is the issue. As yeah. A matter of fact, we're
2: recording a little early today because you got We plans. got a big trip coming up, uh Commodity Classic and yeah. but January and February are just busy seasons plus, you know, all some of the some of the new stuff that's been going on in our depart or I guess in my role. So Yeah. It's it's picked up quite a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, you are, yeah,
0: you stay busy. I was in your office. We were talking about Mm -hmm. the show uh, this morning, and I'm not joking. You had a binder about as thick as that on air sign right there. Yeah, (laughs) we we,
2: uh, finally finished our funding meeting for the soybean promotion board the other day. And uh, yeah, I've got stuff scattered around my office. I'm not as organized as I need to be right now, but. I'll address that when I get well, back. I wasn't calling you out. I was just well, saying, I, hey, huh? I'm I'm an honest person. I'm an open <laughs> book. So yeah. you
0: know, that's one thing that John and I uh, have in common is uh, he's working on the on the soybean checkoff now, helping out those guys. And mm-hmm. I had worked with them for a long time before I came to Farm Bureau, so I can I can uh, you know I can yeah. relate to some of the stuff. Jason kind of gives
2: at. me little, you know look out for this or maybe be <laughs> prepared for this or it's like, yeah, all right. ah, it's mostly just, uh, you know, everybody's,
0: everybody's great. And yeah. everything's gonna go well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stress regardless. So. Yeah. <laughs> it is um, it is. yeah. Well, it is a beautiful day. Uh, and I am going to follow that up very quickly with, we are recording this on Tuesday because by the time you are hearing this, we're going to be cold again. It's going to be raining again. I hadn't
2: even had time to look at the weather. Man, yeah. It um, will be 80-something in Orlando, though. I, I was going to say, that. you're headed in the right yeah. direction. We're shorts for the first time in several months.
0: Yeah. We, um, yeah, it's going to, I think it's going to turn off uh, chilly tomorrow and be rainy Wednesday and Thursday. I read one of the meteorologists said we've got a chance of uh, another three inches of rain uh, the next couple of days. I poured five inches out of my rain uh, gauge on Saturday.
2: From it's going just slow down planting. So. I, I'd really like this rain to hold up quite a bit. Well,
0: I think everybody is soaked. Yeah. Uh, I drove to northeast Arkansas on Friday. There's water everywhere. Yep. I don't. You couldn't. I, I mean, you couldn't get in a field with. Um, I don't know. I mean, anything. Tracks. Knee boots. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I tell you where it's not been raining. Where's, Where's that? Uh, Jacksonville, Florida where oh, the Fusion yeah. Conference has been going on. That looked like
2: it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, this is uh this happens I think every other year. Don't send hate mail if that's wrong, but uh <laughs> every so often uh women's leadership uh and wife and are on on the national level mm-hmm. uh combine mm-hmm. for their conference yep. and this is one of those years that happened in Jacksonville, Florida. Um and it looks like a good time. Yeah uh i'll tell you I, I saw josie webb previous intern of uh of arkansas yes, bureau she was uh, was competing in the discussion meet down there and did quite well so congrats to you josie congratulations um and there's lots of photos videos we had um uh, shaley from our team was down there uh capturing all the sights and sounds you can see a ton of that I know there's a flicker album there's a video almost every day from that coverage so if you're interested to see what they were covering and talking about yeah
2: it's been it all out. over my social media
0: yeah that's a that's a good thing man it's a good when those folks take the time to commit mm-hmm. be away from their families in some cases yeah. be away from their uh operations oh and by the way they were just here I was about for to say, we've already had conference.
2: several events here in the state that they've yeah. been at
0: uh you know Gotta got to give them some props for taking the time and, and making uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau better yeah, as yeah. a result.
2: Making us look good. That's well, it. Um, there's some correct congratulations in order. Okay. Mr. Terry and Ms. Lori Dabbs of Stuttgart. They've been named regional winners of the 2023 Conservation Legacy Award by the American Soybean Association. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. They will be recognized at Quantity Classic in Orlando. You'll be there? Yep, I'll be there. Cheer them on. Make sure and get by there. I will. I'll, I'll take some pictures for you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, but the Conversation Legacy Award is a national program designed to recognize the outstanding environmental and conservation achievements of soybean farmers, yep. uh, which help produce more sustainable U.S. soybeans. And then they're kind of, the the selection committee's name, or uh, apprised, or made up of, uh, you know, professionals in the industry, from farmers to natural resource conservatives. Oh, nice. And uh, you name it. Yeah. Agronomists. So, you know, folks in... Know what they're talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Big congrats.
0: Thing. Congrats to the Dabs. Uh, I do think, uh, if we haven't already, we'll put something up about that on our Facebook page. Yep. So, uh, and they're from Stuttgart. You can see that. My hometown. Hometown. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. out, Arkansas County. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats to those guys. Um, you know, we talked about weather. Talking about, you know, uh, commodity season, I guess, if you will. Um, right now, uh, you know... Have you heard anything about planting?
2: Uh, I personally haven't. That doesn't mean it's not going on. I haven't been able to get out of the city quite much lately. So uh, I would assume there's probably somebody, you know, the way farmers are, somebody's itching to get in the field, if not all of them, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we just had the Farmer Gen show two weeks ago, and I I told somebody, you know, that show is completely dependent on weather conditions Mm -hmm. because if it's – I've seen – I've been over there when it's 70 and sunny, it's a ghost town. Oh yeah. You know. Should be. Um, but as wet as it was and as 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 chilly too as it has mm-hmm. been until this week. Uh I don't know. I've seen I've seen a couple of things here and there, uh, Arkansas wise, uh definitely the southern, very southern part of the state. Yeah. Um <clears throat> happening. Uh I think I saw some north northeast, maybe Louisiana, um, uh, planting, but um,
2: but not much in the way of, of any activity. Yeah, I just think I mean, it's too wet. We just had if. our promotion soybean promotion board meeting and nobody really mentioned it. Yeah. Of, of getting in the ground yet. Yeah. And everybody was there. So, well, that's probably your first yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I do know, um, I, I took a look in USDA. As y'all know, if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, we'll always give you planning progress and then crop progress on the back end yeah. of, the, of the season. Yeah. So I did notice that um, March thirteenth uh, next week Tuesday I think uh, it will be the first planning progress report yep. from from USDA for Arkansas. Uh, proof proof will be in the pudding then I guess. Uh, I I'm interested to see those numbers to be dismal. Yeah, they're not going to be record highs. but matter of way. fact, we probably won't go weekly reporting
2: just yet. No, no, especially it as wet as it is, and more rain to come. More rain this week. So, so yeah. I know the white river's up pretty high because uh, our deer camp is unaccessible at the moment.
1: Is so, it really Turkey season going <laughs> up?
2: <laughs> yeah we
0: uh, we've got plans this weekend that involve uh, proximity to the white River. Yeah. And I, I need to make a phone call and see if that's still even possible yeah well uh, but anyhow um, and then uh, there is there's is quite the um, quite the benchmark controversial uh, happening uh, this weekend. Daylight savings time. It's a trigger Tuesday. It is. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's a soup menu. Uh I didn't know you had I didn't know you had these feelings. Uh yeah, daylight savings time. Uh I Brian, you do trivia. Well, you used to do trivia. Now you just make us look silly. Uh but I hope not to intrude. But um yeah. Yeah. I always thought that daylight savings time and I guess I've been told this, I didn't make it up, was a uh function of the agriculture industry going way back. I've have you all have you well. heard that? I have. Yeah, you too? Yeah. Uh well, Wikipedia says otherwise. So I started interesting looking into this. It's on the internet, right? It is, it's yeah, exactly. I don't know. It feels official, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not. Somebody did a, a good job faking. It was first implemented in the U.S. Uh, it, with the Standard Time Act in 1918. It's a wartime measure for about seven months during World War One, um, adding daylight and hours to conserve energy resources. <laughs> so that was I thought that was interesting. Yeah, very. Um, and then they put in. Uh, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg here, but it goes on to say that year-round daylight savings time or war time, which they called it. So I don't again um, was implemented again during World War II. Uh, after the war, uh, you know, localities could choose how they wanted to or if yep. they wanted to. I don't think Indiana recognizes it. I don't Arizona, think Arizona yeah. does does Hello, either. Right?
2: New Mexico.
3: I can't one? remember about New Mexico.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then permanent daylight saving time was enacted in the winter of 74. So it has not been around permanently for as long as we, I, I thought at yeah. least. Um, but complaints started to happen about kids going to school in the dark. Yeah. Uh, um, I've heard that. So on mm-hmm. and so forth. So doing some reading about this without spending too much time on daylight savings. It's not a daylight savings type show. But um there, there's legislation uh, enacted at the federal level last year I think by yeah. the Senate I don't know details but to yeah. basically keep it in place all the time um, but it hasn't passed the house and I, this got a lot of conversation last year with that I, I think there's been some state legislation to address this too. I'm, I'm not don't quote me on that but this is where the argument always comes back to And finally I didn't, frankly I didn't think I cared. Until the bit about kids going to school in the dark. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When all this came up, what last year, that's what I remember reading the most was they're worried about kids, you know, potentially getting hit by vehicles. Staying you know, out in the, at the bus stop
0: yeah. or, you know, right. um, you know, just traversing traffic, uh, things like that. So I don't know. Uh, I, I like daylight savings time. I do too. Of course I yeah. like the days to be longer, but mm. what yeah. I like is that surprise. Like, what brought this up is I was taking my daughter to gymnastics last night. I was like, hey, this weekend, it's going to get dark later. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be – we did the whole – it's going to be 7 o'clock right now and this yeah. this light yep. outside, yep. you know. Yep. She's like, really? Why is that, you know? So, I don't know. I I just bring that up. Maybe you guys don't seem to well, it, I, be – Well,
2: I want the days to be longer. But yeah. 100%. But, I mean, you're still going to get some sort of shift in time and light. Without it, because I mean, lately my son has been waking up earlier in the morning because it's a little brighter, A little brighter earlier in the morning yeah. now, and it's really, really messing with my schedule.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, what,
2: what time on average? Do he you used know, to you get, get up about up. 7:00, uh, 6:30, seven o'clock, six thirty-seven. Now mm-hmm. it's like between five and five thirty, and I good, had it man. lined up to where I could get up at five, get myself ready, yeah, and then d- deal with him and the dogs, not deal with my child, but like you know what I mean. We know what you mean. Yeah. I'll deal with the dogs. Take care of my child. But uh yeah. He's he's come back an hour, waking up earlier, and he's a lot happier than me in the morning. He feels it coming, I think. Yeah, maybe so.
3: Well it's nicer because you you know, you get home from work and you can it's light outside, you can eat out and yeah, still yeah. have some sunlight or you can walk or They'll exercise, walk the dogs whatever or you know, it's nice, so I like this time of year,
0: and like you said, I mean, the days are getting longer regardless. That's the nature, right, of doing right? It's thing, you know. But, right. um, but the ability, like, I you know, last night at seven o'clock, I mean, some you know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't seven, but you know, yeah. as of right. this time next week, it'll be seven o'clock and it'll be nice and sunny, oh, yeah. you know, still. I mean, yeah. I love that, man. But I, you know, I don't love the hot, hot heat. We've talked about that some in here, yeah. the wrong state, but um, I know, I but I do love the long days yeah. you know the ability to not just feel like you're going home eating going to bed you know right whatever
3: yeah that some of some of the uh days in the midsummer it's it's hard to get my wife inside she she wants to stay out until <laughs> the sun dips <laughs> and, yeah, it's like nine o'clock i'm like, yeah. you coming in yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'll tell you though
0: yesterday to that point was that no art the way our house sits Yeah, the sun sets on the backside where our where our Uh, deck is, and I was out there um, cooking dinner on the grill, taking advantage of the eighty degree weather. You know, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's it's toasty out here. I can feel that. I can feel it coming. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) If you didn't see the sunset last night, man, it was beautiful. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was pink and orange. It's been some pretty ones here lately. Yeah. So, so. all right. Well, I guess we ought to actually get down to business here. That's why we're Um, here. (laughs) <laughs> it's
3: not to talk about daylight savings time
0: you know that's the way it goes sometimes uh no doubt all right well we'll move right into it uh and we'll start with the legislative update uh this is the week uh obviously the week following farmer's day at the Capitol, which is basically what all last week's show was about mm-hmm. it's the ninth week of the 94th session of the general assembly there's now been over a thousand bills filed wow. Uh here in the state in this session. We're tracking about 50 of those with three aligned with the policy priorities that we've discussed Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, The first one on the list this week is the newest to address our priorities and one we talked about last week, SB 324, which is sponsored by uh, Senator Jonathan Dismang. This bill would address the need for health benefits to offered to self-employed individuals uh, like new and beginning farmers, uh, we hope this has some discussion in committee meetings uh, this week yep. from what I'm hearing. Uh, and then some exciting news from the Senate floor yesterday. HB 1336 passed the Senate unanimously, mm-hmm. and uh, it will be headed to the governor's desk for signature. Mm. As you recall, this bill passed through the Senate Education Committee while we were there last yep. week um, and passed the legislative threshold. Uh, that, that was the last threshold. Uh, before reaching the Senate floor yesterday okay that was fun to watch it was it was unanimous we watched it on on television back in our hall uh, and there are a few other AG related bills moving around the Capitol this week SB246 uh, SB338 SB and HB1434 uh, that may interest uh, you know some of those may interest our listeners John yeah. uh, you can certainly find the details uh, of each of those in our legislative update emails which goes out on Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't get that, you can subscribe by texting ARFB to 52886. Yeah. All right. You want to keep,
2: keep it moving? Yep. All Here right. we go. I always enjoy giving some good news uh, uh, on the Man, podcast. You no know, because as an economist, that's pretty difficult to do sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it can be doom and gloom. But anyways, retail fertilizer prices uh, have been trending down. Uh, oh. you know they're getting lower, so that's great news uh, you know that's been going on since the new year, and we you know what 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 I've been seeing is we're expecting that to continue going down into March as well, really, yeah, are you going to tell us why uh I'll try okay uh, <laughs> i'm I'm seriously <laughs> interested in that. <laughs> so uh all eight of the major fertilizer prices are once again lower than last month, with uh five of those fertilizers having significant price drops of five percent or more nice. Fertilizers have with the largest decline from last month. were, uh, so, I am not really familiar with these type of fertilizers. Uh, I tried to do some research, but yeah. Uh, so, kind of some acronyms here. UAN thirty two had a twelve percent drop. Uh-huh. UAN twenty eight had a ten percent drop, and those mm-hmm. were the biggest biggest ones. Big there. drops, yeah. yeah. Those are. I and mean. hydras followed with a nine percent decrease uh, from February, and potash urea falling six percent. Okay. They were mating three. I don't. I'm not really sure if that's DAP or DAP. Yeah, but uh, DAP and MAP, as well as 10340, were down just slightly. Okay, yeah. Uh, the fall in fertilizer prices can be attributed to weakening demand and further reductions in natural gas prices in Europe than incentivize production in the region. Uh, it is important to note that these prices are falling from record highs during geopolitical issues such as the war in Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, and sanctions placed on countries such as Belarus, uh, which I found this pretty interesting. They supply 20% of the world's potash supply. Oh, my goodness. I know I mean. China, another one with sanctions, who is another major exporter of fertilizers, as well as Russia, who has historically provided 20% of the global fertilizer supplies as a whole to the world mm. as the world's largest fertilizer exporter. Yeah um i knew they were big uh but i think another thing to note uh, just kind of ending on this uh the u.s only accounts for seven percent of global production mm-hmm. so if you're kind of thinking why don't we you know do more of our own we're only at seven percent of the total total production in the state yeah or seven percent yeah i said that right
0: if i if i remember correctly we were there were a couple pieces of legislation um enacted uh, around COVID, not around COVID. I guess post-COVID time, maybe mm-hmm. in the last year or so, to try and move some of that production over here. I wonder. I wonder if there was any ever even movement on
2: that, and if 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 we don't know now, we should yeah find out. Yeah, yeah, that. we I definitely should. Curious. You know, the last uh, um um president. Uh, they uh-huh. were more focused on you know more production of our own products and right. here in the country instead of being so dependent on international countries and uh, imports. So yeah, uh, I could definitely see that, and I think that's also been talked about here in the state as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I, I'd I'd love to hear more. That's that's very interesting. Um, we'll keep, we can keep tabs on it going forward and yeah, see where it goes.
3: Absolutely. It sounds like whoever's naming the uh, fertilizers is a Marvel fan. <laughs> is that, is that the, what you're picking UAN 32, <laughs> UAN 28, yeah, and yeah. Hydris, you know. <laughs> No, I, I looked
2: all that up last night. Now I can't remember exactly what those stood for. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I, can, I can bring that back next week. Okay.
1: Interesting. Well, yeah. Whatever we need to do.
2: But uh, let's go ahead and take a short break from the news to hear a bit uh, about our foundation and the role it plays in Arkansas.
1: At the heart of Arkansas are its farm families. The Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation works to provide financial support to rural communities. Since its creation, the foundation has donated more than $1.5 million to community disaster assistance, egg in the Classroom materials, MASH scholarships, support of Arkansas FFA and 4-H, sponsoring local events, and donations to other charitable organizations. Through our efforts, we have had the opportunity to impact lives in every county in the state. We believe by investing in local communities, we will improve the lives of Arkansas families. Help us ensure the future of agriculture and the rural way of life by donating today.
0: You know, the work of our foundation is so important across Mm -hmm. the state. If you've not taken the time to learn about its work, you can do so at ARFB.com. Yep. All right. Next up, we'll recap a lineup of absolute legends in the Arkansas agriculture industry, recently recognized for their work. The five newest inductees into the Arkansas Agriculture Hall of Fame were added in a ceremony here in Little Rock last week. The new class induction brings the Hall of Fame count to 180 men and women. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The five newest members are Ellis Bell of Forest City, hometown, uh, Burt Greenwalt of Jonesboro, Chris Isbell of Humnote, Steve Stevens of Tiller, Mm -hmm. and Jesse J.D. Vault of Horatio. Okay. Uh, Ellis Bell is a fourth-generation farmer who now operates a century farm, which was established in 1878. Burt Greenwalt is a longtime professor at Arkansas State University. Well-known. Yeah. Uh, Chris Isbell is the first farmer to grow Kashi Ikari rice outside of Japan and is known for sake rice production. Didn't know that. Yeah. Steve Stevens has committed his career to making farmers better with innovations in cotton seedbed practices and computer hole selection uh, in irrigation. Mm-hmm. And rounding out the class, J.D. Vaught, who's a pioneer in livestock production using technology to pr- improve livestock production in Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're interested in this list, uh, the 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 class is quite impressive. You can read much more about uh, all of them and see more about all the 180 members of the Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame at ArkansasAgHallOfFame Congratulations to everybody! Yeah, it's a big big deal and a huge honor. There, you know, the computer hole selection irrigation is that pipe planner? Uh huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I'm not saying I, I don't I don't know the exact history. if yeah. If he and necessarily invited the software or invented the software but yeah that pipe planner is just uh, amazing oh to yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we
2: were starting to use it when i was still at john deere oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that was kind of in the beginning stages of it yeah but, yeah it's fun but moving on um uh, question did the u.s hit its uh peak meat production in 2022 i don't know what is peak meat production uh more than you know unless a few words is like we hit the had a really high number of production in the state, uh, or not in the state, but in the country, of meat production. Okay. Yeah, so uh, last year the U.S. produced 107 billion pounds of meat, okay. uh, which probably in your question is includes beef, pork, chicken, turkey, lamb, and veal. You nailed it. That's yeah. what I was wondering. So um, Dr. Anderson, or D- Dr. David Anderson of Texas A&M Agri-Life Extension, wrote an article in the Southern Ag Today uh, on this very topic, If you uh, don't read Southern Ag today, I highly recommend it. You have a lot of economists here from Arkansas that are also in it as well. They're right for it. So according to the article, meat production has been trending upward over the long term, even with seasonal cycles in beef production. Uh, However, meat production should decline in 2023 and 2024 due to supply changes, which that's something we've reported on here uh, and also written about uh, out of our department. There were many reasons for increases in beef production last year. Uh, just to name a few, reduced heifer retention, uh, as we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. and increased beef cow culling due to drought increases. Again, the drought's popping its head up again. Excellent report on that yeah. on the website. Yeah. Well, uh, thank our department. um <laughs> we can't take that credit for all that, but yeah. chicken production was also has also uh, seen increases in production, but pork and turkey both experienced declines. The broiler production was due to high chicken prices, but production issues and disease pressure were the main culprits in the decline of pork and turkey as well. Okay. Together. Yeah. Dr. Anderson notes in the article that high input costs such as feed uh, put pressure on production numbers and cut into producers' profitability. So just keep that in mind. In 2023, total meat production is expected to decline. By one percent to about one hundred and five point nine billion pounds. Okay, so that's just kind of a reflection of what we're what we've gone through, through the drought and you know uh, whether it could be disease, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, to break that down, beef uh, is probably going to. And Dr. Anderson assumes that there's going to be about a five percent decline in beef production, pork uh, about less than one percent decline. There is a potential for a small increase in broiler production, chickens. Uh, turkey could increase by three percent as it recovers from the highly pathogenic avian influenza. Okay, that industry was hit pretty hard. Yeah, got um, some ground to make up there in yeah. and- Although production was high last year, uh, Dr. Anderson should expects that total meat production to decline in twenty twenty three, but also unfortunately continue into twenty twenty four. Oh goodness! Uh, and that's just going to be kind of supply and demand, right? The yeah. supply is going to be a little lower because of the issues I just named. Uh, but the good thing for farmers, you would assume that prices uh, for that commodity that they're in is going to be higher.
0: Yeah, yeah. We talk a lot about supply and demand on this show. I guarantee you that. Yeah. And, uh but it always comes back to it, doesn't yeah. it? I yeah. I mean, it does honestly. Um, I I don't not on the topic of meat production, but I will tell you, I bought a um, dozen eggs last night for a dollar
2: ninety
0: nine. Wow. So. There think you eggs, go. Think eggs are back. You told us they would be. I mean, normal egg prices are back, yeah. I should say. Um, yeah, I
2: had eggs this morning, Three. Did you really? Yeah, I did. How about that?
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, that. speaking of prices and, and things we've reported, those those are moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, I guess that's the news for this week, Mr. Pistol.
2: Mm.
3: Okay. I know he, I, he grunts. I get he's... sad at the end. <laughs> no, just... Frustrated. Uh, All right. I know. So you walk into a room that okay. contains a match, a kerosene lamp, a candle, and a fireplace. Okay. What would you like first? The match. Yeah. See? I told you it was an easy one. That was a He's better paying one. attention. That was a He's better one. A He's better paying one. attention. Okay. You're good, okay. But you're good All at right. this. Now you? now you're clicking. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, like a warm up? <laughs> that was an easy one, one, but you're good at it. <laughs> All right. You are good. So you are good. I have cities, but no houses. Mm-hmm. I have mountains but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Cities, mountains. Say it again. Water. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I?
0: Hmm. I have
2: no idea.
3: Not even a guess. (laughs)
2: Cities uh, but no houses, yeah. mountains but no trees, and water but no fish. Yes. So you have cities, mountains, and water. And water, yep. right. Cities, mountains, and water. I don't know. He's zeroing in on it.
3: It's a, no, it's can, a He's noodling on it. I can plan. tell.
2: Okay, I can't spend any more time. A map. <laughs> yeah. <Sure>. That's correct.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. <clears throat> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have got that. Okay. Oh, goodness. What runs but <laughs> never walks, murmurs but never talks, has a bed but never sleeps, and has a mouth but never eats. River. Look,
2: Look at, at him. First I was going to the refrigerator, then I was like, uh, a truck. <laughs> <laughs> then
0: when that last ever, part. That, yeah. yeah. Did you ever, you know, back before caller ID, uh, never mind. That was my uh, Hobbit uh, riddle
3: of the day. Yeah, so. that was a pretty good
0: one. I was gonna say that old prank. You know, you call somebody up and say, "Is your refrigerator running?"
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I mean, that's what it, that's what it felt like. But
0: but then I realized, like, yeah, our age difference. You probably, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 Okay, yeah. okay. I, comes,
3: I tried to so. take it easier on you today. So those were, I appreciate those that. Were I feel going, a little
2: so. um, better yeah. about things. Well, I will say, in a meeting the other day, uh, somebody called me out. About See? not getting these answers right, and you know who you are, and I'm not going to mention your name. <laughs> yeah. But I just got that one right. Well, they are so listening give at promise. the yeah. So yeah. That, what that yeah. told me was the people are listening. Yeah, that's true. But the way they approached me, were like, "I've got something I need to talk to you about." Yeah, it'd already been a stressful week. <laughs> I was like,
3: "Man, what do I do?" What? Go them, on. Let's, let's. Yeah, I've been having <laughs> them come up to me. and They're like, "You stumped me too." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then they finally admit it like that. You know, yeah, they are like, yeah. oh, I hadn't got any of them right here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had a similar occurrence where somebody came up to me and said, uh, about the woods, how far can you walk into yeah. the woods when they're, yeah. and they're like, I've asked 15 people. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody's gotten it right. Yeah. I said, well, thank you. Yeah, J-
3: Jared better. was on here last week, a special guest, and and uh, I still think he might have listened to it or he'd heard it before, but he was yeah. like, I've so, Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, you yeah, he got it. Yeah, we dropped that one on him. Yeah. yeah. But it yeah, was fun. It was is good. Fun. It was good. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Well, we did pretty good. Yeah. I'm proud I of it. I got one right for the first time in
3: two weeks, Yeah, three weeks. Uh, I think you uh, You guys did great. So you just well, have to tone it down a little kudos bit. Kudos to you. To our yes. level. Yeah. Well, I haven't told you guys because I didn't want you to be embarrassed or anything, but these are riddles for kids. So. <laughs> That's what it was titled. I'm sorry, but Matthew. I'm not. not I'm going to need offended. you to go back
0: five seconds and cut this talk <laughs> Oh my gosh! I was well.
3: saving that for today. So, you know, compared you to worse,
2: you've already changed the name to stump the host. So you know. So you um, you question our uh, intellect, but but due to age requirements for these questions, but and you also inferred that. Uh, I may need to go to the penitentiary. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, a big old bag of insults around
0: here. <laughs> there you go. Dishing it out. <sighs>
2: well, that wraps up the
0: news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to
2: watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes on the show every Thursday afternoon, find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube, listen to the audio version on iTunes at Spotify, and make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have two extra minutes. That's right. The Arkansas
0: iCast is brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown.
2: And I'm John McMahon. We'll see you
0: next week.